0: songwriter we had the opportunity to talk to kento over zoom video kento was born in northern maine but raised in japan between japan and a little bit in brazil his dad's japanese his mom's from brazil so he grew up most of his life in japan he got into music at an early age started playing piano and drums around seven his mom is a singer and they had a studio in their house and he talks about going in the studio very early in the morning kind of grabbing the drums and banging around on him, and to his mom's surprise, he was, he was really good, so they put him in lessons. Kento talks about really pursuing music around 15, and at 21, started writing his own songs. Kento talks about putting out his record, Complicated, where he was when quarantine hit, and all about putting together his brand new record and his most recent song, Silhouette. You can watch our interview with Kento on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We would love it if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Kento. Well, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, Our podcast is about you and your journey in music and how you got to where you are now.
1: Sweet. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Of course. Of course. Um, well, first off, tell me where you are born and raised. Um, so I was actually born uh, in
1: Maine, Northern Maine. Okay. But I was raised mostly between Maine, uh, Kuwana, Japan, which is like 15 oh, wow. minutes from Nagoya and a little bit of Brazil.
0: Oh, man. So you, okay. Maine, Japan, and Brazil. Wow. Yeah. So, when were you living in Japan and Brazil? Like, a, in,
1: like- Most of my life, I lived in Japan. Uh, I lived there till I was 18, moved to, to the States for a bit, and then moved back um, for like four years. And then now I'm back here.
0: Wow. Okay. So you're only, you're born in Maine, but then you pretty much left pretty quickly after that. Pretty much. Japan? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I
1: had little, like, little moments here and there as a kid where I would, Go back to Maine and then go back to Japan or go for a few months to Brazil. Um, but for the most part, I spent like most of my childhood in Japan.
0: Wow. Were, were your parents in the military or something? No.
1: Um, my dad is half Japanese. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, we lived there.
0: That's awesome. Did you go to like uh, English school or were you like immersed in, in Japanese culture?
1: So I went to international school up until year nine. And then from year 10 on, I went to just a regular regular Japanese school.
0: Wow. So I'm I'm sure you can speak Japanese fluently. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Well, how did you get into music?
1: So I started singing when I was like really young. I think like the first performance I remember doing was when I was around six and I was singing in French.
0: Wow. Okay. How many, well, real quick, how many languages can you speak? Five. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So English, Japanese, so English, French.
1: English, Japanese, French. Uh, Portuguese? One, yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh, and Spanish. Sorry, I, in Spanish. Sorry. In Spanish. That's kind of like, yeah, because Portuguese and Spanish are so similar. It's uh-huh. pretty easy for me to just communicate in, in Spanish. So.
0: Okay. That's incredible. Uh, all right. So you started singing really early, started singing in French. Yeah, that again. sorry for cutting you
1: off. (laughs) No, you're good. Um, And then uh, I was always kind of singing, you know, throughout my childhood and stuff. But I didn't really take it seriously until I was like 15 or so. Okay. Um, And then. uh, Yeah. And then I just started going out and gigging and trying to, you know, do the whole moment. And and now I'm here. So. (laughs)
0: Wow. Well, what was it? uh, What was it that. Like, was there a moment when you were 15 that you decided that you want to take this really seriously or?
1: I think I realized that I was better than like Most. I had originally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like, cause you kind of, you know, you do things that you enjoy as a kid and mm-hmm. you don't know really why you're doing them. And then I was like, wait, I'm actually really good at this. I want to do this like forever, you know? Um, Before that, I was mostly like, you know, doing drawing and illustrating and doing art. And so that was always kind of the thing that I thought I would end up doing. And then when I started singing, I was like, no, this is like, this is perfect. The way that I feel when I do this is so different. Um, But because of, you know, all that sort of art background, I do kind of approach music kind of visually like sometimes I'll think of an idea or a visual or like a music video idea, and then I'll be like, I need to write a song about that, or a song to that visual.
0: And oh, it interesting.
1: Helps. Yeah. It kind of it's kind of backwards from most
0: people, I think. Yeah. So you think of the video concept and then write a song that would fit the concept. For yeah, the sometimes. I mean, of? other time. Okay. I mean,
1: other times I'll literally be like, I have to write the song about something, you know, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of different
0: every time. That's incredible. Um, so at 15, were you writing songs? Or, uh, at, at yeah, or I, no? okay.
1: I was, they weren't very good, <laughs> but I was. Okay. Um, yeah, but I really started really writing, I think when I was like 21, 22.
0: Oh, wow. Well, yeah. you talked about gigging, were, did you, do you play piano or an instrument? Is that something you learned as a child? Um, yeah, I played piano with the drums. Oh, wow, okay. When did you learn piano?
1: I started when I was like seven. Oh wow. And then the drums I picked up when I was like six or seven. Yeah. I just okay. sort of started playing. My uh, my mother was a singer as well. And in our in our uh, the basement of our house, we had like a whole like recording studio and rehearsals space and that whole moment. Whoa. So there was always like just instruments and like musicians and stuff hanging around and so I would always kind of watch, and then one day I remember like sneaking it downstairs at like five in the morning because you know kids wake up super early for no
0: reason. Of course, yeah,
1: I have two and, kids. I
0: don't know why they yeah. do that either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I just started playing on the drums and kind of imitating, uh, you know, what what uh, my dad uh, not my, my dad, my mom's um, drum player would do. And then there was a tape of uh, Eric Carmen's "All by Myself." Okay, And I put it in and I started listening to it and I just started playing it and like imitating it. And then, you know, my mom woke up and she came downstairs and she's like, that sounds, wait, that's really
0: good actually. (laughs) So then she knew that you had something there. Yeah, so she
1: was like, maybe you should take some lessons. And so I started doing drum lessons and the piano lessons, which are both kind of percussive instruments. So it was kind of good to to learn them at the same time. Oh, that's interesting.
0: Because over this whole um you know quarantine over the past year uh my son is he's pretty uh and he has a lot of energy so to speak uh, so we got him a, a electric jump kit and we just haven't had a chance to like get him on in lessons but he he's has a blast of smashing those things yeah around, and it's at least it's electric enough. yeah that's <laughs> the reason why we went with it i'm like i don't need my neighbors like wanting to like come over and kill me because right. <laughs> my, right. my five-year-old's bashing drums all day <laughs> but wow okay so i I should throw in piano too because i I always wanted him to do that as well but to have him learn at the same time that makes a lot of sense um so were you like i mean you talked about playing like like gigging at at 15 like where where were you playing and what songs were you doing were you doing covers
1: mostly covers and you know i would pretty much perform anywhere like the bowling alley or you know god uh, I even did like a laundromat opening thing you know like just like anything that you could do like I would play like I would you know I played on the street sometimes and little festivals and things like that I mean in Japan there's like a festival pretty much every friggin' day so really you, you just like go uh you know and and eat cool food and sit here, listen to music and stuff like that. So I would play at all these random festivals all the time. So it was kind of cool. Amazing.
0: Is your mom, you said you you had a studio, at your house, your mom must be like a pretty, you know, well, pretty, pretty great singer. Or
1: she established. Was great. She was great. Um, yeah, she, she was pretty established for, you know, what she did. She wasn't like famous or anything, but she definitely was always performing and I learned a lot from her. And sometimes when I watch videos of me performing, it's funny because I do things like when I'm singing and like little isms that I'm like, that's like my mom. That's crazy. similar.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Mine is the big, you know, she had like big 80s hair and stuff because she <laughs> was in like
0: a very weird rock band. But uh, that's yeah. cool. Um, what, you said 21 is so when you started writing music? Yeah, I started really writing music,
1: um, you know, and it was mostly about like having fun, going out, like things like that, because that's what, you know, you want to do at the time when you're 21, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like in your in your early 20s, you just want to like party and stuff. So that's pretty much all it was about. And I started doing mostly like punk pop type stuff and then slowly transitioned into a more electronic sort of sound, Mm -hmm. um, which didn't. Really, like it didn't make sense at the time, but I kind of i am glad I went that way because now I've kind of leveled out into this like middle ground of the two. Sure. When, when, like, when did Kento start? Um, Kento officially started in uh, 2013. Okay. Um, so I put out an EP called Complicated that was produced by uh, Frank Music, who's a UK pop uh, singer and, and producer. And uh, that went out and it was kind of a more electronic-y vibe, more like clubby, anthem type thing. Um, and then from there, I've kind of, you know, over the past few years, really developed what kind of sound I wanted to have mm-hmm. and wanted to strip it back a little bit, add organic instruments and, you know, really show that I'm an actual singer and not just like a produced electronic person.
0: Mm -hmm. but how how did you meet the producer i mean in the uk were you writing these songs and so i was living in la at the time and just
1: kind of around um like you know going to like the viper room and, and, and you know those kinds of cool places and um we had a mutual friend in common and i was like i really like the way that he produces music i'd love to work with him and so i just like hit him up i think over twitter or instagram one of those social media things Mm -hmm. and uh he was like oh i love your vibe like come in the studio and let's just like talk and we we talked for like 20 minutes and he's like i feel like you're gonna be really good at this like let's just go (laughs) and so we just started writing a song and then and it like within half an hour we had like the first demo wow and um and then we we made a couple reiterations of that song it's the song complicated which is on the the first ep and um and so we released a different version from the original and actually on the album, I went back to the original demo and kind of re, you know, remade a couple parts of it and uh, pretty much made it sound like the original demo because there was something really magical about the vibe. Mm-hmm. So I decided oh, I'm going to just throw that on the, on the new album and give something different, you know? Oh,
0: that's awesome. And with that record came out in 2013. Uh, have you, like from that point on, I mean, you've you've got a single coming out in a couple of days from now. Right. Um, has it just been you have you just been writing new music, of course, over the course of the past, what, like seven, eight years? Like, what, what have you been what's been so, going on with Kento over the over the course of the you know, Yeah, a lot of life. Record?
1: A lot of life happened. Uh, okay. I was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer.
0: Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I did see that. I was going to bring that up. I'm so sorry about that. No, I'm, it's good.
1: It was, uh, it was really bad at the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I
1: can't um, but, imagine. You know, man. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about who I, who I am as an artist. And I'm like so much better as a person because of that experience. Um, I'm five years cancer-free.
0: Congratulations. I did really see cool. that. So that makes a lot of sense why there hasn't been a better record out and, yeah, in eight years. Oh yeah. my gosh! But okay. That
1: time, but during that time, I was writing. Um, you know, and and there's there's a song on the album that's kind of about that whole experience. Um, in a very cryptic sort of way.
0: It's not like I had cancer, right? You know. But, yeah. uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So was it? Were you just getting sick? Like I, I can't even. I don't even know if we wanted to go down that road. But oh my. Yeah,
1: gosh. it's a whole. It's a whole other topic. But um. But I caught it, uh, you know, at a, not the greatest time, but at, at a time that was manageable. And um, I'm, I'm really lucky, honestly. And I'm happy that I'm here to make more music and um, keep going, you know? That's amazing,
0: that is amazing, wow. Um, and so, where, well, where were you at with this whole virus hit? I mean, you've had it hard, I mean, with that happening and then this COVID thing going on and like, you know, wow. <laughs> Uh, Yeah,
1: so right before COVID hit, I was, you know, getting back in the studio and we had just written like four new songs. I I was just in L.A. for like a month and I was just writing every day and we wrote like four songs and I had like fragments of a couple other ones. And then COVID hit and I was like, man, what am I going to do? So I just decided to revisit everything that I had written in the last like, you know, eight years and Mm -hmm. and, you know, wrote new parts for things and then, um, wrote like 10 other songs. And then now I have like more of a shape for what the album is going to look like. But, um, I stayed in New York, uh, the whole time I didn't leave and I just kind of stayed in my apartment and, you know, built a studio
0: in one of the rooms and just went to town. Yeah. You've been, you're in the thick of it there. Wow. Yeah. Can't, you couldn't really go, many places in New York, not at you know, all yeah started. we
1: started we really were shut down for a mm-hmm. long time you know and i'm glad that we were because you know yesterday was the first day that you know they announced that we can be maskless and do whatever yeah. we want because we're at 70 percent vaccinated so that is great i'm still gonna wear my mask i don't know it's like a habit and i feel weird and, like, if it's cold out, it kind of keeps my face warmer. <laughs> <So> <laughs> That's a good way to look filter. at it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, yeah, because I was just talking to somebody a few hours ago that was in, in LA. I'm from San Diego originally, but my family oh, cool. and I, we just moved to Nashville. Oh, um, nice. But here it's a little different. I mean, we're more spread out, but they're, they're, our mask and all that mandate got lifted on the 15th of last month. So people, it's been about a I month did. around people where you're seeing no masks, or, you know, even employees, if they're vaccinated in certain stores, they aren't wearing masks anymore. Um, so that was kind of oh, jarring wow. in the beginning. But we went back to California. My brother-in-law got married about three weeks ago. And it was like trying to re- like returning to like, oh, make sure you have a mask, making sure you have a mask. And I was just right. talking to somebody in L.A. and they were like, yeah, like we went to a movie last night. It was like bizarre. You know, you think you're like doing something wrong because you're like, right, yeah, like, I don't know. Have you been out and about at all? Not really. I mean, in the past, you know, maybe month or so, I've been out once. Okay, but you didn't go out for the the big opening of everything?
1: (laughs) No. Oh, last night? No. I might do something tonight i don't know we'll 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 see <laughs> sure okay
0: were <laughs> did you have some of these songs for this new record uh, recorded prior to you know recently and like you, you talked about going back and revisiting some of the songs yeah. you're able to like re-listen to them and restructure them like tell me for tell sure me about that a little bit
1: yeah so i had written a couple things um you know after this whole like moment in in la But I went back and that didn't actually make sense. Uh, So I went, I went back and kind of revisited stuff from a while back and decided to just reproduce everything and re-sing all the vocals and, and, you know, nudge a few words around and stuff and kind of make it stronger. I think that I'm such a better songwriter now than I was eight years ago and probably even a better singer, honestly, um, because just as you keep doing stuff, you just get better. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I do different stuff with my voice. Now I kind of want to show that on these tracks. So I went back and I did that. And then I started writing some new stuff. Um, And you know, the single that's coming out is something that um, I just wrote the one line like two years ago. And then I kind of put it away in my voice notes. Mm -hmm. And then the beginning of quarantine, I was like, there is something there. I really want to revisit this and make a song and so yeah and so i called my friend beck uh hallcraft who's a writer and and pop singer or pop rock singer i should say and i was like this is my idea do you want to do this with me and she was like let's do it and we started writing it and over the course of the quarantine we kind of like put it down picked it back up put it down picked it back up and then uh, a couple months ago, I was like, all right, I think this is the song I want to release first. I'm going to like go ahead and polish this off and, and get it ready.
0: Amazing. And was was that something you guys were doing, like virtually, like sending each other files or how oh, that? virtually all oh,
1: time and, and voice notes, uh, uh, you know, on message on your iMessage, which they delete if you don't save them, which was something that I didn't realize at first. And I was like, oh, I that right? that
0: think I sent you. Oh, no. Oh, man, I didn't realize that. So if you don't yeah. save them, they just eventually go away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that was frustrating. Uh, but... Yeah, I can't imagine. Ouch. Um, well, tell me about, so Silhouette, you you were talking about how you would have like these images of music videos, so to speak, and sometimes you'll go back and write a song to the music video. Um, right. I did have a chance to see the video for, um, the new song coming out and I wanted to know, like, like what you, like, was that a song that like silhouette, was that something that had that, you had that experience with?
1: No. Um, so for silhouette, it was a little bit different. I was watching, uh, like a couple of years ago, I was watching an interview of Adam Rippon from like the Olympics time. Oh, the, he, uh, skater? The skater. Yeah. Okay. And, And he was just kind of like doing his thing and it was just really cool to like see somebody that like worked so hard the whole life and they were just enjoying the hell out of it. Like he's just so happy to be like talking to people and just like (laughs) super into it. And I thought like, wow, like if I was a kid and I saw that joy, like that would inspire me so much. And so I started thinking like, what, what would my message be to that kid? And and how would I how would I relay that in like a different way that's not just like, you know, everything's gonna be okay, you know, kind of thing. And so I was like, well, if you work hard, and you do it well, like people are gonna notice that, and you're gonna be able to like put an imprint on people and inspire people. And so that mm-hmm. there's a line in the in the in the chorus that's, make it good, make it last, so they'll never forget your silhouette. And it's kind of like, you know. Just do your thing and, you know, you're going to you're going to inspire people and you might even like, you know, inspire yourself. So I love that.
0: And you directed the video.
1: I directed the video um, and it's kind of a nod to like old Luis Buñuel, like uh, surrealist films, Uh like stuff that he did with like Salvador Dali and things like that and some like Warhol um, sort of like art films and like the fashion films of like the 80s and 90s. And so it's it's kind of divided into three sections that all kind of go together into, into this one video.
0: Oh, wow, that's, that's creative. Um, and you've directed other videos before? I have, oh, right. yeah. I've, okay. I've done
1: some stuff for Jesse St. John, who was one of the writers on True Thirts with uh, Lizzo. Lizzo, wow. And uh, that was cool because we, you know, he wanted it to be like a bunch of his friends that were just in a video and I was like, I'll direct it. And then, uh, so I have a little cameo in there. Bronze Avery is a cameo, Laganja Estranja, uh, Kim Petrus, Leland. Uh, there's a bunch of cool artists in there. It's a really cool video.
0: How, how did you get into to directing? Were you, did you go to film school at all? Or was it just something that you've always had a knack for? Not
1: at all. I think because I had that art background, I just kind of saw, okay, this is like what a video is supposed to look like. And then I just kind of figured it out and created, you know, through trial and error, like what works and what doesn't. And it's definitely been really helpful, you know, in creating your own content, especially during this whole quarantine situation, because sure. I'm able to be productive and self-sufficient and not like having to worry about restrictions or anything like that because I'm just by myself, you know,
0: uh-huh. you're um, able to yeah, work, uh, work alone, essentially.
1: Yeah. And the video was shot, um, in stages, like starting about a month ago. So we did still have COVID restrictions and all that. And, um, I, you know i had like a whole bunch of models and a whole bunch of people and friends and stuff like that in the video and uh and now that it's lifted it, it's funny because i'm like oh i wonder what it's going to look like now doing videos in the future because i don't even know anymore like what it's like to
0: right have like a full crew and everybody around. yeah
1: yeah because you have to minimize your crew which causes chaos on set because uh-huh. you're having to like everyone's doing 50 jobs and you know <laughs> someone's not in the room and you're like where is so and so and you're like can someone do this for me. And then that person, is not their job. So they have no idea what they're doing. And so it's a little bit chaotic during this, that, during the shoot yeah. and we did get to film as much as I wanted, but at the end of the day, it, it all turned out great. And I'm really excited for that to come out.
0: Amazing. And is Silhouette going to be part of a,
1: a, you said a full
0: record or. Yeah. Any, so I'm doing a full album. Uh, Silhouette's the first track
1: off of it. Um, I have a couple follow-up singles. Um, and then I'm going to just release the full album after that. Um, there, I don't want to give away too much, but there's a lot of surprises and like the inspiration playlist varies from like, you know, some Duran Duran tracks to like the Rocky theme. So oh, it's like very strange, <laughs> uh, but it all kind of goes together. And the next thing that I'll be releasing after Silhouette is a double feature where I created a full orchestral piece for one of the tracks, which is like the intro of the album. Wow. Um, like it's like a full four minute moment and then, uh, you know, a pop track to kind of go with it.
0: I love it. Are you doing videos for any more songs on the record? Yeah, I'll probably do videos for most of the songs. Okay. Because uh, I'm so visual and
1: and it's like, I want to showcase that as well. Mm-hmm. That's what, part of me as an artist. So.
0: What about live performances? Do you have any of those coming up? I have,
1: well, right now I'm just going to have to start looking around because, you know, COVID, everything with COVID kind of changed the way that I approached like doing live stuff or like uh, kind of working on songs through performing them live. Uh And so um, I'm a little unsure with where I'm going to go next in terms of performing live, but I'm sure that in the next couple of months, I'm going to start performing again. And, you know, like I, I got a couple people hitting me up already about, hey, do you want to perform at this thing? And I'm like, I'm not really ready for that right now just because I'm so stuck in COVID and like I have to get it back into rehearsals and all that kind of stuff. But you know, maybe a month or two, I definitely want to perform for people and sing in people's spaces and <laughs>
0: <laughs> all of that fun stuff. I love it. I can't wait, man. And then do you have a date or uh, projected time that the record is going to come out? I'm thinking the end of August. Okay. Is, is like... It- wasn't time. it wrapped up so far?
1: Um, it's everything's written. Pretty much everything's recorded. It's now just a, a matter of um, finishing up our final mixes and mastering, which is pretty standard. And mm. yeah,
0: exciting. Well, Kendra, thank you so much, man, for, for chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I do have one more question. I want to yeah. know if you have uh, any advice for aspiring artists. Uh, just keep going.
1: You know. It takes. I I read somewhere that it's like ten thousand hours to master something. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the more that you work on something, the more that you will discover who you are within that work. And you're gonna become a real artist, not just like someone trying. You know, and overnight, you're not even gonna question yourself anymore. You're just